This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Time for Wendy Christin. She's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. She's been in practice there since 2005 at Integrated Health Solution. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning, Brad. You well today? I am good. Thank you very much. I hope you are too. Yes, not too bad. This is quite a big one at the moment, autoimmune disease, and it's a big one. We've got to get our heads and our mouths and our brains around all of this. So what on earth does that mean, autoimmune? So an autoimmune disease happens when our immune systems start overproducing antibodies and they mistakenly attack the healthy cells in our bodies. So if our body is turning against itself, um, <laughs> that sounds bad. So let's first start off with this. Who's most prone between uh, men and women to struggle with an autoimmune disease? So women, unfortunately, are twice as likely to suffer as men. Um, And it's usually in their reproductive years that the autoimmune diseases start to show up. So, um, Wendy, let's look at a normal immune response. You mentioned that it's when our immune systems overproduce antibodies and then we attack our own healthy cells. That doesn't sound good. So... How's it supposed to work if it was normal? So as part of a normal immune response, the immune system is protective. It protects the body against viruses and bacteria and all sorts of other pathogens. And when there is a threat to the body, these fighter cells are activated and it helps to combat those foreign invaders. Mm. So that is part of a normal response. In an autoimmune condition, your body over-responds responds to things that are harmless or normal, and it then can degenerate um, and start causing tissue damage. So let's talk about the damage that they can cause. So uh, what are the, some of the mistakes or the confusion that's happening there in the immune system? What, what's, what's, what are the problems that it's causing? So it can mistake the uh, joints and skin, for example, as foreign bodies. And then it releases these antibody proteins, which attack those cells. So mm. people will then start experiencing either skin issues, joint issues, organs, whichever particular um, tissue that touches or it, it attacks. So does it just happen in one part of the body specifically, like one organ? Or is it something that just happens generally in an area? Is it, can it be confined to one particular organ? It depends on the type of autoimmune disease. So certain autoimmune diseases like diabetes type 1 will only attack the pancreas, but many others attack multiple organs and joints, um, systems, those kind of things. So it it really does depend on the type of um, autoimmune condition. So so is there something that could make it worse? Um, If it's already happening, something that we're doing or not doing that's actually exasperating the problem? So there are a few things. Certainly we are exposed to many more environmental factors. So there's Mm. more toxins in the environment, there's chemicals, there's pesticides. We have a whole host um, of infections that we are exposed to. And then obviously the standard Western diet. You know, we have a lot more unhealthy fats, sugars, much higher intake of refined carbohydrates and processed and fast foods. And all of these are highly inflammatory and they are definitely contributing to the rise in autoimmune conditions, uh, the diagnosis thereof, certainly. Uh, Wendy, what about all of this? Uh, I was having this interesting conversation with my father-in-law uh, probably quite a few years ago, and he was always saying, it's the problem nowadays. Everybody's too clean. We used to run around and we used to eat things off the floor. 
it thrilled me when he was telling me these stories of the things they used to do. He said, now he's, he's always you know, over-cleaning everything and sort of being so pedantic about things. It's, you're not building a strong immune system. I mean, is that just him or, or, and many people say that, or is that an actual thing? No, it's an actual fact. And there was actually a, a theory developed called the hygiene hypothesis oh. a number of years ago. Um, and they say that this is certainly a contributor to autoimmune diseases. I mean, our, we live in a completely, or more sterile, and more sterile now than ever before. Um, but, you know, if you think about newborn babies, everything gets sterilized. They don't get put on a dirty floor. Mm. They don't get allowed to touch stuff. They, they, you know, the hands are sanitized and washed and whatever. Um, and so their microbiomes don't develop. And so this theory has uh, the hygiene hypothesis. Oh. is based on the theory that since the use of antiseptics and sterilizers and vaccines specifically, um, they are, um, the body is not able to develop its own immunity um, strong enough to be able to combat all of these things. So your body then starts seeing normal, um, in, normal things as invaders. Yeah. That's a fascinating, Wendy. I mean, uh, do these autoimmune diseases have, have names? You know, is there something specific that someone might be struggling with that we can say that is an autoimmune disease? There are many. Um, Their symptoms do overlap, so it can be very difficult to diagnose them. And also there are varying stages of um, autoimmune disease. So you might be in a silent stage where you have raised antibodies, you're not aware of it, um, but you don't have any symptoms. Or you can have a reactivity stage where you have antibodies and symptoms. Mm. And then the last one is the more destructive one where you really have very noticeable symptoms and you start seeing um, tissue destruction as well. But there are a variety. There are more than 80 um, immune diseases. Um, Some of the common ones that that we know of are type 1 diabetes and then rheumatoid arthritis or Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And um, some of your um, thyroid diseases as well, like Graves' disease. Yeah. And you also then get Crohn's or ulcerative colitis. Those are autoimmune diseases, celiac disease, and um, sometimes psoriasis. Um, that is quite an intense skin disease. And that one's quite um, obvious. You know, you can see that quite early on. So you're running through a list, and I know that, that you've mentioned that there are 80. So what do, we, what do we do about this? Are there people listening right now and saying, I struggle with that. I mean, I, I know of somebody close to our family who has uh, Hashimoto's and, and I knew nothing about it until we found out more. And you realize this is affecting people's lives so negatively. What on earth could the solution be? Well, I think because it's so different for each person, it's, it's important to find somebody who can help you, um, first of all, find what's wrong. Um, and then to be able to support you in a way that is going to keep your symptoms at bay. Mm. Um, the most important is to try and get those antibodies down and to prevent further tissue degeneration. So there are some tests that can be done. Um, the, the most common one, like um, Hashimoto's disease, for example, is you would check, check your thyroid functions and mm. you would look for the thyroid antibodies. That's probably the easiest one to go for. This is, if you this have is fascinating. other symptoms, yeah. Sorry. No, I was saying this is fascinating. Yeah. Um, if you have other symptoms and they're unsure, there's a panel test that can be done. It's called an anti-nuclear antibody test, um, and that can show that there is antibody activity in the body, um, but it can't name the, the 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 disease. So then you would need to work with a specialist to decide, okay, which of these fits your symptoms? So you would look at the panel of results and then the symptoms that present with it. 
Um, let's talk about some of the symptoms, uh, Wendy, if you don't mind. Just people are listening right now and saying, I feel this, I feel that. Maybe it could be. Uh, we know, obviously, the only way you'll truly know is if you have one of these tests that you've mentioned. But what are some of the, the, the symptoms that, that you could be experiencing that's related to autoimmune disease? So it could be sore muscles and joints. Um, you could have um, a fatigue that just doesn't resolve, swelling or redness around the joints as well. Um, you might struggle with concentration. Um, other things could be low-grade fevers, tingling or numbness in the hands, skin rashes or, you know, very obvious um, eczema or psoriasis breakout. Um, some people can lose their hair. Um, and others, you have weight loss, mm. unexplained weight loss. Um, pain, any, any form of pain that doesn't resolve um, and then another one that's not as common or that people don't always think about is a dry mouth. Oh. So, Wendy, here's, a, here's an interesting thought. I mean, we, we, particularly during this pandemic, and we've always known it, but it's been really focused on at the moment, is you've got to get that immune system strong. But if you've got an autoimmune disease and your immune system is really gone a bit haywire and you, you're really focusing on boosting your immune system even further, can that not make your symptoms worse? It can. You really want to be careful of taking immune boosters. Yeah. So there's certain um, things that you don't want to be doing. Your, your normal vitamins and minerals and those kind of things are not going to be harmful to do. Yeah. But you often read labels in your health shop that say immune booster and this kind of herb is going to be fabulous. Um, as I think you need to proceed with caution with those kind of things because they aren't always beneficial. They can actually feed the problem and make your, your symptoms worse. So what can one really do? Is this just a time to go and talk to your, your doctor or a health coach and just see to from here? What medications do you need? What supplements might you need? Uh, how can you change your diet to make it less uh, inflammatory? Is that really the only way here? That is the only way. I would say you would probably do well to have a team of people assisting you. So you certainly are going to need the medical um, assistance, especially if you're in an advanced stage of autoimmune disease. Um, and then I would say a health coach or somebody who's able to help you with your nutrition and your lifestyle, mm. the right um, targeted supplements, exercise, those kind of things would be very helpful. Um, so if you specifically target plan for each individual and their conditions, I think that is, that is very useful. I found today's conversation with Wendy fascinating. I, I trust you have as well. You can listen to this podcast again later on this morning. It'll be available. Share it. Maybe there's someone you know that's struggling with some of these symptoms, and this could be the step in the right direction for getting some kind of solution for this uh, autoimmune disease. The voice of Wendy Christine, if you want to connect with her, you can just Google Integrated Health Solution, Integrated Health Solution in Durbanville, and you can connect with Wendy Christine. Wendy, what a pleasure, as always. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, Brad, and have a great Thursday. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.